This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. Movie musings for mostly everyone. Welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I'm your chunk. I'm Doge, and it was red and yellow and green and brown and scarlet and black and ochre and peach and ruby and olive and violet and fawn and lilac and gold and chocolate and mauve and cream and crimson and silver and rose and azure and lemon and russet and gray and purple and white and pink and orange and chunk. And I'm Carter, and hey, Chunky. Don't be so upset. Hey, Chunky, you're not beaten yet. We used to, my family grew up on this movie, and we used to say someone's name to like poke at him a little bit and sing, Don't be so upset. <laughs> you're not beaten yet. And then often it would break into much of the rest of the song. But anyway. Sure. Our hunk, though, because we yeah, all seem, we're all the chunk. We all seem pretty chunky why, there. Why yeah. are we all the chunk? Thank you again, Abby Watson. You today are the hunk. Abby won a silent auction at a fundraising event in which she was able to pay to make us do anything she wanted to, and she chose Joseph and the amazing. Excuse me, I had been leaving out amazing. Oh, the dream coat. And here we are. I think. Abby, you've done a wonderful service for this podcast, to be very yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. This is going to be a tick on the timeline right here. <laughs> There's going to be pre and post. What's the acronym for this movie? Too tough, too early. And the, I mean, <laughs> it's like Jetatic. Thank you for this. Pre and post. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd never seen this. I'd never seen this movie. Me neither. So this was a Carter, first you time had. viewing. You had, yes. Oh, yeah. Had you ever yeah. seen it digitally, seen the data version and not the tape version? No. Yeah. You don't even have to rewind it when you're done. Now when you watch it. Dude, I, cassette. I almost um, was able to make out some like facial features at one point. <laughs> <laughs> there was one point in the movie where I was like, is that Donnie Osmond? <laughs> it's crazy. It almost, it almost, the pixels almost look like him, don't they? That blob, that sort of flesh-colored blob on my screen, looks a lot like Donny Osmond. I think it might be him. Yeah, dude. The, 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 there was no upscaling this one. Nah. It just, it. You get it. How you get it? And I'll get tell you what you else it. there wasn't: audio mixing at all. I had to ride the volume button on this movie harder oh, than I've time. ever ridden a volume button. Put in and I was just like, oh my God, I'm terrified. <laughs> do we, have we said that, do we need to all together say the name of the movie? Or oh, we should. Like we do. Yeah, we do. Like we do. Yeah. Okay. We, we were so heavy on everything at the beginning. I totally forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about a movie uh, known as Joseph, Joseph and, and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And I need a synopsis of this movie before we get uh, into our discussion proper. So Doge, please, synopsify me. Can you imagine if Raganis had one for this? Oh my gosh, if only. Freaking Roy Kent out here. This week's IMDb synopsis was written by KGF Vissers. The narrator, Maria Friedman, draws a school audience repeatedly into a very 20th century technicolor production of the biblical story. Patriarch Jacob, Sir Richard Attenborough, lived happily with his dozen sons, but his favoritism for bright Joseph, Donnie Osmond, symbolized by the gift of a spectacular multicolored coat, makes his brother so jealous they end up selling him as a slave and staging his death. He rises in the service of wealthy Potiphar, though his adulterous wife is falsely accused through his... No, it says though, but he's supposed to say through... Uh, is falsely accused and incarcerated. His gift of dream-telling, however, wins him the Pharaoh's Robert Tordy's favor. In exchange for planning for the seven years of extreme poverty after seven good ones, he prophesied when his brothers come to beg for food, it's time for reckoning and nobility. Reckoning. Reckoning. The reckoning. <laughs> nobody what do, ever, what do y'all reckon about this movie, then? Growing up, nobody in churches that I went to ever talked about how much of a douche Joseph was, but... Um, mm. man, that's, that's what happens that when I, you really dig deep into some of these stories and give them some flesh, you know? Yeah. Sometimes Joseph, the people we, we learn like, about are jerks. Yeah, guys, I'm better than you in every way. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even if you see, I, even if piss me up too. As future advice to anybody who's interpreting their own dreams, if you have a dream where all of your siblings uh, bow down to you as uh, grains, maybe keep it to yourself. Yeah. Just keep it to yourself. You yeah. don't have to tell people that. Some people don't need to know that. Before we get too deep here. I did grow up on this. I was surprised to see. Okay. Was it 98, 99? 99, I think. Yeah. 99 that this is released. And so I was we were I was watching this movie a lot starting then. A couple and Weber so heads funny. in your house, man. Weber heads <laughs> in our house. That there's like, there's this, this was top three, top five, like nostalgia experience for me, which I think is a really fascinating, powerful dream. I'm, really, I'm jealous of that lens that you watched this through. Yes, yeah, unbelievable. And something that I recognize too is that this is the kind of movie, like Toy Story, you can sit down with your college buddies and watch that and be nostalgic with each other. You know what I'm saying? Nostalgic. But like 
Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat certainly had a shelf life. Oh, sure. It's yeah. One of those yeah, things, yeah. had it not been for Abby Watson, this is one of those movies that, and here's the thing too, this would have been a fun one to watch with the two of you. I wish this was one that we watched together. Yeah. Yeah. This is up there with some of the vibes of Cutthroat Island and uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. But Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, I could not believe how many words I knew. Really? <laughs> from this. <laughs> That's yes. amazing. And I must have stopped watching it when I was about like 14. I think junior high is like, I'm out. You know, so it was a three-year span, though, of seeing it a lot. And I think it was, I don't know, we'll get to it. But I think it inspired certain aspects of my creativity, which is funny. Which I would hope people think that that doesn't mean, mean I'm not a creative person if it was this movie that inspired that kind of stuff. But um, <laughs> People are yeah. listening going, oh, no, I didn't know he was inspired by that. How big things he? I didn't notice. Yeah. It was weirdly, it was like a secondhand nostalgia for me because I had never seen this. I knew nothing about it, but it is filmed in a very similar way to like a sunglasses commercial from 2000, which definitely, definitely hit me in the nostalgia spot. It just, I don't know, man. It's like a total fever dream to me. It's time it is, capsule, big Which time. that's the point, yeah. right? They got you. That's what they meant yep. to do. Yeah. Because it's about dreams. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. That's it. No, I just need somebody to interpret it. Tell yeah, me which my, of my brothers I'm better than. <laughs> All of them, apparently. I, uh, I My only experience with this movie is that in performance lab for voice in college, I had to sing um, Close Every Door. And uh, I'd never Will seen it. Will you do it now for film. us? Um, you rocked that, dude. Yeah, I'll do it right now. Okay, I hope you guys liked it. I hope we don't have to cut it out for copyright so purposes. No, yeah, sure that was not. really good. That was really good. I'm glad so if it's not there, in. just know that it was copyright stuff. That's why. But also I did notice that if I wash my hair and do the curly girl method and then just let it fall, I have the exact Ooh. same hair as Donnie Osmond. The exact same. <laughs> well, that's saying a lot. I'd be you happy could be to have like the a, exact same anything as Donnie, to be honest. <laughs> sure. Except you could be face shape, maybe. He's a little crescent. He's got a lot moony. of forehead. He's a little crescent moony. I think you could be like a Branson Donnie Osmond. Okay. Like you could do like a Donnie Osmond tribute in Branson, probably. Okay. I'll take that. I dig it. I'll take I dig that. It. I'm happy with that. Uh, my super dump. Ooh. Could not believe how… To me personally, there's a part that still becomes fun. Now, again, if you're deep in nostalgia and you've got your head in that hole… Sure. It's hard to separate if something's still good to you. Or right, if right. it's the most nostalgia right. rich. But I do have to say that… Uh, and Doja, I appreciate your introduction. The color song… From the beginning of the movie until the end of that song is my super dump. It's very okay. slow. It's very strange. Um, we don't need to have it be incredibly quiet. And again, the mixing was bad. Right. So we don't, get, we don't get like an actual line. So do you guys know? It's like five minutes in. Is the stage play this like play within a play type of thing? Because like the whole thing is a a play put on by the teachers at this school in the movie. Yeah. But like, is the is the play just like the the play? You know what I, I mean? Or is it like that framing device? I don't know. I'm not sure. It's a great question. When uh, Webber no way of was knowing, originally writing this, it was meant to be like an 11 minute show to be done at like a intermediate school like that. So okay. that was an homage to what the intentions were initially for that show. Cool. So does your super dump include, or is it done before 
they all together throw Joseph down a well. <laughs> Which Did it fights. What? Does it include the scene where all the brothers together throw Joseph down a well? Because that's one of my favorite moments in this entire oh, yes. film. All at once. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think the, it does. the rubber snake coming out of the well with him. The puppet. Yeah. It's so Love bad. It. This is the most, this this is the most family Andrew Lloyd Webber. Well, it's funny because there's parts that are very not. Yeah, sure. Right. But the right. overall vibe is for it's for the kids. Pasties on, sure. on old ladies and and naked fairesses. They got they but, got bedazzled crotches. Yeah, they do have bedazzled crotches. They do have that. I, Andrew, I think that's from Bi- that's Weber's. from Bible. Yeah, that is from. That's Bible. how Bible is usually. They're all you, like when you, when you read Bible, it does say they have bedazzled oh, no. crotches. He um, this was Andrew Lloyd Webber's first musical to write. I believe he was seventeen. Uh, when he wrote this, him and so. Christopher Paolini with Aragon, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is like the Aragon of musical this theater, the I think. Probably, <laughs> I'm gonna super dump now. Oh my god, that's such narrow casting. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for us, really. I'm gonna super dump now, and my super dump is, and I I know that this is unfair, and I don't care. Uh, my super dump is Andrew Lloyd Webber. I hate him. <laughs> I think that, that he's very unfair. I think that he got lucky with Phantom of the Opera and everything else he ever did sucks. And I think that this is, don't get me wrong. I, I, I fully appreciate. You're wrong though about that. Cutthroat. one not. of these you love. His most recent one you love. 100%. His 2015. One I love. He did School of Rock. No. For Broadway. Well, I've never seen the Broadway version of School of Rock. Oh, and I've seen the movie, which I love. So don't put, don't put, hey, don't put words in my mouth. No, I, I, I think that he's ridiculous. I think every musical he's ever put together is so ridiculous, and not in like a fun way, but in like a what are you doing, Andrew? Yeah, it's just, it's a fever dream, but not the kind that you're like. That was kind of fun. It's a fever dream that's like, wake me up, wake me up, wake me up, please wake me up. I don't want to be here anymore. Cats uh, Jesus Christ Superstar like, sucks. Yeah. Cats sucks. This it's it sucks, like it, which is why it, it's fun. Yeah, Cats was kind of sticky in that it was it felt like there was some big surge in Broadway around that time and everyone was like overwhelmed by how pretty it was like, oh my god, they're in full cat suits. This is so bizarre. But it does Andrew Lloyd Webber is not the Vin Diesel of Broadway, but he's pretty close. Like I don't know. It's just like it feels like there's a lot of people around him fully fully in on supporting some of the ideas that he has. Because when you look at the grand screen, grand scream, the grand scheme of grand musicals, scream. man, there's so many much better writers. <laughs> Is he the George Lucas of musicals then? Where Talk it's like me. surrounded by a lot of people who won't tell him no and has like occasional bursts of true creative sure. genius. I mean, yeah. I have really high respect for George Lucas, but I wonder if that's that's closer. Yeah, Good don't get me wrong. Phantom, Phantom is amazing, and I'm sure the school of Phantom Menace or of the Opera. What are we talking <laughs> both, about? both. Okay, Phantom of the Opera is awesome, and I'm sure that the School of Rock musical is also awesome. So clearly, he does have some talent. I just think that his most popular works, other than Phantom, yeah, are they go beyond like fun, weird, and into like, hey, what are we doing here? What whose time are we wasting? Truly, because this is. <laughs> Just absurd. 
Yeah. And um, all of the worst parts of this are because of him, and all of the best parts are because <laughs> it's a 1999 time capsule with Donny Osmond in it. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it's just, don't get me wrong, I was not miserable watching this because it was so. No, I had a blast. Ridiculous that it, it was, was so fun. fun. Yeah. But um, there comes a point, man, too, I like it. post my super dump, that he starts to just do like every genre of music in this yeah. world. Yeah. He starts to just try and have some fun with that. I think, I don't know, does does it because it's biblical, does that make it more offensive? I don't really care. No, I think no, like, I don't. You know what I think though? I think if we if we can step back into our church boy pasts and sure. bust out our VHS tapes once more, I think Veggie Tales does that much better than this does in 100%. terms of just like every style of music in a Bible version of it. I think mm-hmm. VeggieTales is more entertaining than this. I actually think if he commits to that bit from the beginning and every song is a different yeah. genre and every scene is styled after that genre, much like Costumes the Elvis different moment, every time. Yeah. If if that if he sticks to that bit from the beginning, this is infinitely better or if I may, mm-hmm. if the entire musical is country music, this musical <laughs> yeah. is infinitely better. Um, but as it is, Andrew Lloyd Webber just sort of wrote a musical and then halfway through was like, what if we did this? And nobody was there to be like, no, dude. So he just did it. <laughs> he wrote Evita too, though, didn't he? I don't know what that is. Evita Loca? That is. No, yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. So you don't know anything. But I will take Nothing. it with a grain of salt. Nothing. I know. We'll take it with I a grain of salt. <laughs> I, have, I have a bit that I would like to spend some time in before we head yeah, to shout announcements. Evita's good. Go ahead. What is it? What is it, Carter? What is Evita? That don't cry for me, Argentina. Madonna was in Evita. You wouldn't know. Mm, that's right. Have you ever he, heard that song? No. Yeah. That's great. It is. Anyways. None of that's important because this is the most important <laughs> thing. We're going to introduce something that I plan to bring back just anytime it works, which is you do a it shocking. Now? Yeah, dude. It's just going to be the rest of the episode. No, you're right. Let's do it your way. Um, okay, what uh, what should we talk about? Um, mm, let's talk about, uh, I don't know, what sounds good to everybody else. Can I super pump? Yeah. Don. It's Donald. Donny Osmond. Donny yeah. Osmond. He's great. He's a he's a very talented young boy of 42. Middle-aged boy. Yeah. Uh, and he's just great. He's honestly very, very good. And yeah, he is. Uh, really stood out to me as a bright, uh, a particularly bright husk of corn that all the others did bow down to in terms sure. of performance quality. He's honestly yeah. a pretty good actor for stage stuff too. Like I thought that yeah. he was engaging. Yeah, he was and decent. Interesting most of the time. Donny Osmond was a, a great cast for this. Was he playing the role? Like has he played this role like for he real? Did for on real? Broadway. Uh-huh. Yeah. On okay. The, yeah. In America. He played yeah, he it was like awesome. two years or something that he had. Really? A stint as Joseph. Uh-huh. That's awesome. That's awesome. He's yeah. great. Yeah, He's I agree. Good. Here's the thing too about Andrew Lloyd Webber, Jordan too, is like he didn't, Phantom is really the only thing that's ever won him anything besides like costume cats, right? Yeah. And so you're right. It is it is just so funny. I got to take a step out. He not good. <laughs> he not good. No, I think he's, he's kind of a hack. <laughs> I think he's, he's kind the Stephen of a hack King who got Broadway. lucky. He's a volume shooter. He's a volume shooter. He didn't yeah, hear you for, try to hurt no, him, No, I Carter. did. The, the thing is that Stephen <laughs> King has The Shining and It and 11-22-63. And he also has Salem's Lot. And, um, I'm, you know, just, just saying. 
Is he is he the Zack Snyder of musicals? Now that I'll take. Now that where I'll it take. is, it is all style. Occasionally, he he like happens upon something with thematic resonance. So more than that, it's, had a Phantom of the Opera though, has he? Three hundred. Three hundred, I would say probably. But yeah, it's just like he like mostly just has diehard fans who will defend him no matter what because it looks cool. Mm-hmm. But more than that, he just occasionally happens upon something good. Here's the thing, though. Every Andrew Lloyd Webber, I've seen a handful. And every Andrew Lloyd Webber musical I've ever seen besides Phantom felt like it was paving the way for him to write Phantom. Yeah, for sure. Like he just always kind of wanted to write a rock opera about a phantom that lives inside of an opera house. Sure. <laughs> and then finally one day was like, I'm just going to do it now. And everybody's yeah. like, thank God, we can be done with you yeah. and you just do your thing and we'll just move on. Yeah, it um, was not like some credit the for being thing, bold. Right? <laughs> just yeah. choosing to do early on half of his stories were biblical on Broadway, which just yeah. feels like a yeah. you don't do. But you do. Sometimes you do. Sometimes, Sometimes you do. You have roller skates. Hey, he looks weird. a lot like Michael Myers, just FYI. Does the, he really? The scary one? Not the scary one, the funny one. Oh. Oh, gotcha. Interesting. Cousins. I, I, I usually call Mike. that one Mike, Mike Myers. He's yeah. Mike, yeah. But I mean, I don't know him very well, so I don't want to use a nickname. <laughs> you're, not on a, you're not on a nickname not basis with, with Sir Michael. Yeah, I would, I'll super pump. Go. Oh. I think um, that, that that's good. Um, my super pump is everything in Egypt, the visuals. Just the sort of cool. like retro future clockwork orange of Potiphar's house. Yeah, yeah man. Totally. Just everything. Potiphar's house, the Pharaoh being Elvis, like all of those decisions are fun. Super. It was a lot of fun. And I think that was a blast. Makes it watchable because if everything Mm -hmm. was just like desert and cloaks, it would be the most bland looking stage production ever. But all this like chrome, shiny, black and white, weird, like go go dancer, Elvis, like that's the weirdness I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. The musical weirdness, it, you know, it doesn't work as much for me because it doesn't feel like the bit was committed to. But the visual sure. weirdness works very well for me. The time travel of it all is pretty wild. It's like that Joseph. It's a very dial of destiny that he like knew what to do because he read it in the Bible. My super pump is the brothers. I think they're most of them are very funny. Specifically, I loved one more angel in heaven. And I loved those Canaan days. I really, really enjoyed that, especially our lead that was just very durrier. I I remember singing the French song as a preteen and just having a blast with it. But I think that's uh, that specifically, like a bunch of uh, a gaggle of guys together, just seemingly having pretty absurd fun Mm -hmm. and are pretty talented, has felt like other parts of my life, like throughout my life. And I found myself like wanting to be back like in a scenario like that. of Just writing and just being absurd, taking really sure. loose stories and just throwing a spin on it that might be unexpected. But that was my favorite part. I was glad that I still enjoyed some of it. Yeah. And I enjoyed most of them. Yeah. When the skeleton bone dogs die… It's just ridiculous. Ripping Absolutely. the legs yeah. off of the lamb. That right? very funny. Pretty Keep great. thinking about how there's kids there. Yeah, you, you made me think that there are about 100 children watching all of this. And it, it disturbs me a touch. Yeah. And they're all very young. <laughs> they, they are, are very, very young. young. 
They are very young children to be watching goats be ripped limb from limb and women with <laughs> bedazzled hoo-hahs. Yeah. You know, I love a good bedazzle. Nope. <laughs> nah, you're good. You're good. Fail on that one. Nope. Pull up. Make it sound Pull like up. an old candy, you know, like a 1940s candy. <laughs> like a whatchamacallit. A whatchamacallit. Bedazzled hoo-ha. A bedazzled hoo-ha. Grab a hoo-ha. Hot day. <laughs> don't. Anyways. Don't do it. <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> it got one guy to the White House. Let's head to shout announcements. Welcome to shout announcements. It's the part of the show where you give shout outs and make announcements. I want to make a quick announcement that uh, just in case anybody's curious, uh, knock knock knocking on the door right now would be Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning, hey part one. And we are going to be uh, reviewing that one. Uh, that episode will come out on the 18th of July. And Doge has committed just now verbally to a mm-hmm. full watch full rush, rush through. A full watch through. <laughs> How many of them are there? Is this, is this the ninth this is, one or the tenth one? No, I think this is the eighth. Oh, that's easy. I don't know why you're making such a big deal about it. I'm pretty sure this I is I could totally watch that many movies. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Let me hold on. Let me count these for you. Allow me to count the ways. Mm. One, two, three, four, four, five. Six. Mr. Owl, how many Mission Impossible movies are there? Yeah, this is this is the seventh one. Oh, easy. Easy. Go ask Mr. Owl. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can watch it. I'll do it too. I will. I'll commit to it. Let's all do it. Okay. I'm in. Fine. Easy. So you know what else check, is check easy? It's going to our uh going to our website, twochunksandahunk.com, and clicking the merch tab at the top of the page and discovering a brand new merch design that we've just uploaded. And it's there just in time for July 21st, the most important day in the history of cinema, the day in which both Barbie and Oppenheimer will be unleashed Amazing. upon the world. Uh so we've got a, a little Barbenheimer design up that uh I'm excited about. I think it's really fun. And I like it. Sure. Uh, we hope it's a way that that you can celebrate this very special day in your own life. Just the contrast of it all. It's very it's fun. Amazing. Powerful. Amazing. It's very fun. It's kind of like it reminds me of like if you've listened to close to the 300 movies we've reviewed, the 224 Mini Mondays, and you're all in except for reviewing and Ridiculous. Ridiculous. The, the contrast there, that's a little bit more offensive yeah. than Barbenheimer. It's not fun. But I wish you would do that. Head on over to Spotify. We've got a couple new reviews up on iTunes, but that's really good for us to have some people who don't know us get to know us. Uh, let us know your honest opinions. Go in there. Be honest about it. We're honest about it, except for Thor, Love, and Thunder. <laughs> but rate and review the pod. Also, uh, it's not too late. It's not too late. It's almost too late. I will say that for ticket availability, but it's not too late to jump into the same back-to-back doubleheader showings of Oppenheimer and the Barbie movie that we will be going to on release day with several of our good, good friends. Uh, And the way that you can find out which showings we're going to and at what theaters is by getting on the Discord server. Um, That's where we're uh, lining up these viewings with our friends. Um, So jump in there, find out what theater we're going to, find out what time we're watching them, and buy tickets for both or one of them, whichever one you can make it to. But do both because uh, it's more fun one. that way. 
those of you who are coming to both, we're going to try to do something a little special for y'all with the the new Barbenheimer design. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And maybe that'll incentivize you to go see both of them with us. Only if you see both. Only if you see both. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com try. Go to shopify.com try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back to the show. Now, Carter, I know that typically I let you run Mini Monday however you want to with minimal interruptions or suggestions. Is it um, time? But um, I figured, is time that, to, Carter, to, is it okay now if we do the yes. bit that I want to do? Okay. Jordan, is Just it time? Check. Is it yeah. time? It's time. To meet the Muppets. It's time. It's time. On the Muppet we're, Show tonight. We're introducing a new bit. It's just so good. A new bit that I would like to, uh, we're going to bring, it's going to happen quite a bit, I think. It's its its so powerful and so perfect. You know what? And- Honestly, I was thinking about it as I was laying down to go to sleep last night. I'm fine if this is our thing from now on. <laughs> <laughs> there are some movies, there's a perfect, okay, this bit we're, we're calling Muppetize Me, Captain. And what, what I think we're realizing is that there are some movies too good and some movies too bad for the Muppets to touch. Too good out of respect, too bad out of respect for the Muppets. Yeah. But there are some movies that exist in this perfect Goldilocks zone. Right in the middle. Where the Muppets not only improve, but are aided by the weirdness. And I think that Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat is a three-star or more improvement to the rating if it's a Muppet movie. Mm. So I would like to cast. You know, I did just do a quick check. There is no official podcast produced by the Jim Henson company. 
Here we go. And so I think if I'm on, I'm serious, if this is our thing, we might be this able to get it. We might be able I, to get in and get actual Kermit on our podcast. I also, I think it's really fun that uh, we all have discovered through this podcast together that all three of us love the Muppets, and that I, makes me really yeah, happy. The Muppets, dude, <laughs> it makes me really happy because I, I adore the Muppets. I grew up on Muppets hard style, and so yeah. it, it makes me Big very time. happy to do this. I have a suggestion. Let's weigh it. This is a group effort here. Okay. I think that there are only three human roles in the Muppets of Joseph Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And those okay. roles okay. are the narrator, mm-hmm. Jacob, mm-hmm. and most of the kids in the audience. Most of the kids in the audience. Okay. Cool. Thoughts? Do you want to go? I, I love that. Okay. I'm fine with that because Muppets always have to have a real person with serious star power. Yep. Or like a weird kind of star power, like a Tim Curry kind of star power. Yep. Uh, in the role. Hundo. Hundo. Seagull, you know. Yeah. Yes, right. Hey, that movie rules, by the way. I'm that movie is so extreme. Hey, it's extremely good. Okay. Jason Siegel loves the Muppets movies. like we love the Muppets. And so I'm sure maybe he could be on our podcast. Okay. Which one of us are we going to replace with Jason Siegel when we become the Muppet cast? I'll volunteer. I think that he's better than me in most ways. He's probably better than a lot of us. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. So let's cast those human, those two human characters. The kids can just be a gaggle of children, I think. We're okay. That's fine. Right there. Yeah. Although I do have some suggestions for some, some Muppet replacements for some kids, but we'll get there. I think that the narrator. We're talking narrator needs to be, and yeah. let's and start dad, narrator, right? Let's start narrator. Okay, who we think is for this the happening in 1999? Or are they making Muppets Technicolor Dreamcoat in like 2025? Let's call it 1999. I think that's more fun. Okay. Any suggestions for narrator? As our human? Yeah. Yeah. Robin Williams is doing too much at that point. I think Robin Williams plus Muppets is a battle that isn't needed. Sure. Okay. He's going to steal it. I don't think we need a stealer. Agreed. As the narrator. Agreed. I'd like to keep the narrator. I'd like to keep the narrator as a woman. Mm-hmm. I like that. And I think it's got to be someone who sings, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put forth Debbie Reynolds for consideration. Okay. That seems really fun to me. Like a old Hollywood star power type yeah. of person seems really fun to me for that role. I'm into that. Let's do I'm Meryl Streep. <laughs> Been in musicals before. Yeah. Do they go like wild with it? And they're like, it's Cher. Cher's the narrator. The narrator. <laughs> That's it. That could be so good. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That could be That's so it. good. Okay. I like Cher. I'm, I'm down to put a pin on Cher and say that. Okay. So the na- I'm going to keep track of. Will do. Right. I'm going to keep yeah, track I of our cast it, list. Yeah. Cher is powerful. Cherator um, is very good too. Cherator. Wow. I think we can keep Richard Attenborough. Post Doge. Have to. See, I think I can't I was believe thinking, he's in this after Jurassic Park. I know, isn't I know. that funny? I was thinking Richard Attenborough. I was thinking John Cleese would be good in that oh, role. Yeah. And I was also thinking in that role, we could have, and maybe this is too much of a Prince of Egypt callback, but we could have Danny Glover in that role as well. Oh yeah. Which would be fun. Yeah. What's what's the name of the dad from Third Rock from the Sun? John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Oh, that be would be too. fun. So who we got? We got to land it. I think Lithgow has a lot of good I think energy. I like Lithgow a lot. I think he, with the, with the Muppets, could be really excellent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I may, 
there are four Muppets playing children in my head. Two of them are Gonzo and Rizzo, and they get stuck. When the kids come up on stage and then exit, they can't find their way back to the seats, and they're just stuck in the background of the play making comments on it the whole time. Yeah. Cool. That's what I think. Love it. So they're Gonzo not, and Rizzo are funny. themselves. They're playing kids. I'm thinking propeller hat, backpack, the whole nine yards. And they're just like, how do I get out of here? And they're just sort of <laughs> Magoo stumbling through the set the whole time, trying to find their way back. To, they can see the seats. They just can't get to them. They're breaking the fourth yep. wall with the camera all the time, asking us how yeah. we can get back to seats. The other Incredible. two Muppets playing children, and this, is, this might be controversial, but I love it. It's Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> and they're just so confused why they're there. The old men? Yeah. No, I think Stetler and Waldorf have to be like the school, like principals, the two co-principals of the school, and they're trying to shut the production down or they're heckling the production from the back. That is funny. That could work too. That could work too. I think keeping them in the I, real world is the important part. They have to yeah, be aware like the, of the show. I like the juxtaposition that in a, in a sea of young children, animal is out there. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, fun. I think that would be really funny. Yeah. As well. And worth considering. Because I don't know where else you put him. Yeah. No, that's really good. Too many lines. That's really good. I like that quite a bit. Okay. Cool. Joseph is Kermit. I think we all yeah. know that. Yep. Um, Potiphar's wife simply must. Miss Piggy, simply yeah. must be Miss Piggy. Now, here's where I think we'll start to, to maybe branch. Because who else we need to cast? We need to cast Pharaoh. We need to cast... Here, I'm going to pull up the cast list once again. Yeah. I want to make sure we're not Potiphar. missing anybody. Yep. Pharaoh, Potiphar. We need to cast um, Baker and Butler. Yeah. You want to start at Pharaoh? Because I have a suggestion. Yeah. Okay. Tell me this. It's got to be Fozzie, right? Like, there's no other Am option. I crazy for thinking that Fozzie has done Elvis? He probably has. He probably has. I like Fozzie there. I also like Fozzie as Potiphar. Okay. Yeah. Because in my mind, I thought it would be so funny for Sam Eagle to be Pharaoh. Okay. Dude, okay. I had Sam Eagle as Potiphar in my head. So this is perfect. Okay. I think either way. I, we, I'm in, fine yeah. with either combination. Of no, that. I kind of like Fozzie Potiphar. I think that's very good. Yeah. Okay. And then just having Sam Eagle as Pharaoh is ridiculous. Yes. And yeah. it's really funny to me. Yes. By the way, our Pharaoh in uh, The Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, he's pretty funny. That actor was fun to watch. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed all that. Times. Just his reactions and stuff to how everybody was acting yeah. around him. He's a blast. Was great. Yep. He was a blast. And like the people swooning when he was taking his time really milking that musical break. I thought that was great. Yeah. I thought that was really fun. Yeah. I, okay. Sam Eagle as Pharaoh is great. Fozzie as Potiphar is really good. I think that the, so the brother that sang, uh, I don't know all their names. Just say, just say what song they sang. The brother that sang the like, sort of like, what, what, what's the word for, like the reggae style song? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. This is a narrow needle to thread to keep this from becoming racially insensitive in the Muppets verse. So I think in order to avoid accent issues, this song has no lyrics and is now sung by the Swedish chef. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's excellent. absolutely love that. I think the other brothers are all, it's Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, the band from the Muppets. Oh, yeah. nice. 
I think they're, they just, that's the gaggle of brothers and there may not be 12, but it doesn't really matter. Same. I think that's a good fit. I think Potiphar's background people that are like, you know, the glasses and everything, that's definitely Beaker and uh, Bunsen. Yeah. Bunsen and Beaker, I think are definitely back there with Potiphar as lackeys for Potiphar. Okay. Very good. I was going to say, I wonder if Potiphar's lackeys could be all chickens. Which is why, which is why Gonzo, like that's the thing that keeps Gonzo from leaving the stage, is that they're all chickens, and so he's trying to like stay on the, you know what I mean? Like Rizzo's trying to pull him off the stage, but all the extras, like the backing roles, are played by chickens. Oh my god! (laughs) What an interesting cross section we have right now. I'm enjoying this so much. That is so In my good. notes, I'm writing backing roles are played by chickens. So, okay, that frees up Beaker and Bunsen to potentially be Butler. Oh, oh Butler and Baker? And Baker. Yeah, Oh, that's then fun. Beaker's for sure the Baker. Yeah. Because yep. he's going to be… Now, Swedish Chef feels obvious as Baker. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Okay. okay. But I like the idea of Beaker getting bad news. <laughs> yes. As the Baker. <laughs> yes. And absolutely freaking out. <laughs> And Bunsen is just so kind, and he's, oh my God, this is such great news. It's going to be good for me. And then he's like, you have not… And I could just see Beakers, like, turning, like, shaking, like, finding out he's going to be… Kill. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Is there any role we've missed from… I want to watch this movie. I know, I know. This makes me excited. Breaking my heart right now. Yeah, I hate that this doesn't exist. Is there John, Lith- John Lithgow as Jacob is very fun. Yeah, I think John Lithgow really as good. playing Kermit's dad is really fun. <laughs> Man, chickens as Potiphar's lackeys and the rest of the band. So then I think there has to be a scene where Animal comes out of the audience and yeah. joins them for a musical number. Yeah. So Any dream will do. Yeah. Yeah. Any dream. Like just going crazy. <laughs> yeah. I dream. So there's a couple that we have not included that we need to try to include. We need to try to include Rolf, the dog, mm-hmm. somewhere. We need He's to one of the bone inc- dogs. Okay, fair. Uh, and then Pepe, the king prong, is the only other one that I think I would really like to try to include somewhere. I love yeah, Pepe. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, where does Pepe go? Where does Pepe go? Pepe could be Benjamin. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Everybody's protecting. <laughs> That's great. Because he's little. Yeah. <laughs> Abby, yeah. Abby, is this what you wanted? Were you hoping that Abby, we would? <laughs> Abby, when you said you guys need to watch Joseph and the Amazing Technical Dreamcoat, were you hoping that we would make a Muppets version of this? That we would Sega yeah. Dreamcast this, this movie <laughs> with Muppets? Is that what you were hoping for? Because it's what you got. And I hope you liked it. <laughs> I think you will. We've got a couple. We've left out like Scooter and of Israel. That's what I'm never alone. (laughs) Yeah, dude. That's what I close every door to me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! If my life were important, I. (laughs) It's very Kermit. It's It's so perfect, dude. Yeah, it's the most Kermit song. For I know I shall find my own peace of mind. <laughs> like it's it's like <laughs> I have been promised. It's very like uh it's not easy being green. Yes. Yeah. Big time. 
It's very rainbow also, connection with how like halty it is. That's the one. Close Every Door is really pretty. And I think that is like Phantom of the Opera leaked a little bit. Agreed. Into yes. yep. Close Every Door. Because it's kind of haunting a tad. That um, song rips, dude. That is a great song. It's a really good song. Yeah. La, 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 la. <laughs> I yeah, just want to hear Kermit do like, And I know I shall find. Yeah, the, the really high one. <laughs> Just so, just so like gentle. <laughs> like the fact that Miss Piggy's gonna rip his clothes. That's off. what I'm saying. Yes, dude. right. Kermit it's per- trying it's to made get for away the Muppets from Miss Piggy is excellent, and the Muppets really lend themselves to musical variety because it's a variety show. Yeah, right. <laughs> How does this not exist? Okay, I'm. I'm gonna bring us back in to our discussion. Yeah, fair I'm enough. I'm gonna super dump. Is it okay if I super dump now? Yeah, do it. All the roles in the one that I watched are played by humans. <laughs> and that sucks. I wish there was Muppets in this. <laughs> it is completely different, right? It changes an entire timeline. Sure. It, it, it changes a, a multiverse. If this is Muppets, we have to bring this back. Oh, we will, I think right? earlier, Chunkies, when we were saying like some movies are too good for that, it's like Fozzie won't be Schindler. You know what right. I'm saying? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't so, do that. The wildest thing to me is <laughs> that they— Kermit's never going to be Deckard. <laughs> no. Oh my. Muppets Blade Runner. I'm just thinking of Muppets Fugitive. <laughs> I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. That's Sam Eagle for yeah, sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, no. What have we done? I hope some people like this because it's not going away for quite some time. I say, it's surprising <laughs> nobody, things. I don't care if everyone hates it. It's the Muppets, so, man. <laughs> it's the best. The fact that Disney oh. is doing, Disney owns Muppets and is doing nothing with them. It's like the one IP, oh, like gosh. they will desecrate the corpse of Indiana Jones before they touch the Muppets, which is insane to me. Which, which, which hold on. Because hold the on. Muppets are, I appreciate, are, can't be tainted. I appreciate right. that they're being careful with the Muppets. But do something with the Muppets, Muppets dude. is not the IP you have to be careful with, though. Because right. Muppets yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's irreverent. made to play. Right. Do whatever you want. Right. I think, like, instead of doing these live-action remakes of— I think I have to have talked about this in the podcast before. Instead of doing live-action remakes of, like, Disney Renaissance stuff, we should just yeah. do Muppet version. Like, Muppet Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Where, like, the Beast is played by a human the whole time. Until he yeah. turns back into a Muppet at the end and it's Sweetums, the big giant ogre Muppet. You know what I mean? Like, it's phenomenal. There is yeah, Muppets coming like out. Oh, it's out. There's what? There, there's Muppets Mayhem. Uh-huh. The Electric Mayhem Band, the old-fashioned Muppets Band, takes on the current music world in their attempt to finally go platinum. Came out this year. hmm On Disney+. Plus. It's got an 8.1 out of 10. So, I mean, Muppets still doing yeah. it. That's what I was going to say. I think I'm fine if this is just feeds into Disney+. Plus. It can be straight to stream, but that's yeah. so good for your company. Muppets Haunted Mansion 100%. from two years ago was actually really great. Cool. Uh, we watched that. that. It's really good. Do you think it'll be better than this year's Haunted Mansion? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do think that. <laughs> I do think I'll that. I'll see it, though. I'm excited for it. But, like, why, why isn't there, like, a Muppets A New Hope? Disney owns both now. Do it. I saw a TikTok last night, and it's because I was Googling Muppets, I guess. Right. About a guy who cast A New Hope as Muppets, and it was incredible. I mean, just do that stuff. Get weird with it. Muppets. The world needs the Muppets. Got to. The world deserves the Muppets. Was Was Vader Fozzie? Uh, 
Vader was James Earl Jones the whole time, but when you take his mask off, it's it's Pepe the prawn. This is too fun. So good, dude. Right? Here. <laughs> I need Kermit, Luke, and Piggy Leia now. Uh-huh. Yep. Now I need that. I imagine That's that true. Han is Gonzo. It was the other way around in the TikTok yeah, I watched. He put, he put Kermit as Han and oh, Piggy better. as Leia. Infinitely better. Yeah, Infinitely and I think better. Fozzie was Luke. Fozzie was Luke? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, yeah, it makes sense. Who? I've never really liked Luke. I think he's kind of whiny. So Fozzie makes sense. Sure. Oh, C-3PO and R2-D2 is Gonzo and Rizzo. I don't remember. I'll have to send you the TikTok. Yeah, please do. I really love that. Man, can we just do Muppet stuff forever? I'm telling you, dude, this could be our new thing. Yeah. Like we've already watched most of the movies we want to watch. Let's, let's just Muppetize them now. Let's, yeah. let's go back to our first episode and then Muppetize every movie and we get another six years of episodes out of that. Kermit the Frog as J. Robert Oppenheimer. I am become death, <laughs> destroyer of worlds. <laughs> Does it tingle when she screams? Is that Kermit as Hannibal Lecter? Miss <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Piggy, Doctor Lecter, Doctor Lecter. <laughs> I'm having an old friend for dinner. It's like there's nothing terrifying about Kermit. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Bill is like, um, hurdy, hurdy, baby. I'm sweating. Oh no! Oh, have we, has everybody done what they're supposed to do for this movie? Though yeah, man. the real one, not yeah. the Muppet one. Okay, yeah, man. <laughs> oh my gosh, we have. Let's rate the real version of this movie. Obviously, Muppets version is Muppets is an eleven out of ten board. for me. Yeah. yeah, Muppets is posters across the board. We know this, so let's rate the real Donny Osmond version of this movie using the scientific cinema scale, which is perfect, and as follows. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy Buy that that poster. poster. The next best thing is buy it. That's followed by rent it. And then stream it. After that is forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. I'll go first as the nostalgia boy. There, There are people out there that I would want to experience this with me. It's not something I'm pulling out of my hat. Often, but I was pleased to look back and see the the toughest thing about this movie is it doesn't it doesn't always know it's bad if ever. I think the great thing about Robin Hood Prince of Thieves is Alan Rickman knew it was bad, yeah, and so yeah. it, it yep. created this wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, but I do rent it like legitimately. I think we can do a redo, and I look back on this, but. Man, nostalgia plays such a big role for me in terms of rating things. And so I can't look at look at this movie as if I watched it for the first time last night. I have to take all my experience of this. Yeah. This since I was like 11. Sure. And I and I rent Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Sure. I think that I'm going to stream it, but it's like a high stream because weirdly, even though my Andrew Lloyd Webber um, derision knows no bounds. I'd watch this again. You get a crew together, 
It's also so short. Yeah, it's it's yeah. quick. It's easy. It's, it's an, an easy, easy commitment. commitment. You uh you get you get yourself a little crew. You make some snacks. You theme the night out. This is a great. This 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 is up there with like. It's not quite as funny as Catwoman, but it's that same energy. If you get a group of people yeah. together to watch it, you know, yep. I think I think this is an easy rent for me. It's a it's a wait rent or stream stream. Sorry, I, I meant stream, okay. but it's like a high stream. Yeah, it's a stream for me as well. Uh, this is unquestionably pretty bad, but it's not so yeah. bad that it's yeah. like punishing. Where it's just like, oh sure. my goodness, I can't wait for this to end. Like it's bad in a fun kind of way. That uh, you're right, Jordan. It does make me want to. Have people over Gigli. and watch this together. It's not Geely where there's Gigli. like no entertain. It's bad, but it's entertaining. Geely is bad Correct. and not entertaining. Correct. Yeah. I fully agree with that. The, the entertainment value on this is pretty high. Yeah. Pretty high. I think movies like this are great for the library of our podcast. I think it's, it is fun when it's just so hard to tell what a movie is. Yep. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. a fun conversation, right? It's one thing to walk out of Ammenheimer and Oppenheimer, sorry, Oppenheimer. I'm kind of sick. Walk I out think of you said Al- Did you say Almenheimer? Almenheimer. I did hear yeah. M's. I did hear M's. Almenheimer. If you have a dairy allergy, you do Almenheimer. You do Almenheimer often. Milk of the land. Um, <laughs> what? It's one thing to wax poetically about a good movie, and then it just gets to a point where it's like we're just being repetitive. Sure. You know, we've done that plenty of times on this podcast, and it's great to talk about those things. But chaos like this. A lot of chin scratching. Mm. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yep. I keep thinking of Kermit's feet as he's thrown down the well by his Dude, brothers. <laughs> oh no! I think you just throw it. I think he, I think he's. You just throw the no puppet. one up his butt. Ragdoll. Yep. You just throw them up and just yeah. we get to watch him hit and hear it. <laughs> the thud of that. Yeah. Oh, and d- dude, the Muppets do puppet animals like non-character animals oh, yeah. so well. That camel yeah. and that snake would, would be, be infinitely yeah. better yep. in the Muppets version of this movie. I don't know why they didn't credit Donnie for the snake, for snake. to be honest. Donnie played, him. Donnie played dual roles as Joseph and Snake. And Snake. Phenomenal also. work. Yeah. Should have been. Should have been. Would have been powerful. Wow. What a movie. What a film. Abby, I hope that's everything you wanted because it's everything I wanted. I think, you know what? There's no chance Abby was looking for a Muppet fan cast, but I hope... Abby's happy with our Muppet fan cast. Yeah, no, I'm not. Saying, I'm not. Maybe saying the that Muppet fan cast is what you didn't know. This. What you didn't know you needed, Abby, sure. was for us to place the Muppets in the movie you've asked us to watch. Yeah, we did watch it. We just also really wish there were Muppets. Just know, yeah, Abby. <laughs> in the end, what you've done for the two chunks verse so much bigger in introducing this bit. It's so far up there for us. Yeah, like. Were it not for you, I don't know how long it takes us. I like to think that it eventually happens. All roads lead mm-hmm. to Muppets. But I'm telling you guys, the perfect in, movie in like two, three years, if we really try, we could be known as the guys who do that Muppet podcast. That's amazing. Muppet cast. Muppod. I'm excited and scared by how serious Doge is right now. I know. I think he's very serious about this. Love the Muppets. What can I say? I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't? To end today's episode, I'd like for each of us to say our name and uh, which Muppet we'd like to play the role of in the Muppet production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Like who Who are we puppeteering? Yeah. Oh, God. None of them. None of them because they're real. You know? They're performers. They're not props. So I, for Two Chunks and a Hunk, I'm Jordan. And uh, I think I'd like to be Gonzo for this one. I think I could sort of get that Gonzo energy 
of uh, let me eat those chickens, but also let me get back to what I'm doing earlier, you know? I love that. I'm Doge. I think that the Muppets have such established personalities and voices that the only voice I could do convincingly somewhat would be Kermit. Hmm. It's a lot of work for you, man. Yeah, it's a, a lot of big, work. I love you. I love you stepping up for this. I it's love a lot how of work. Doge I mean, thirty seconds ago said we can't cast ourselves as the Muppets because they're too established and they're real, and then immediately turns around and casts himself as the main character and main <laughs> Muppet of this movie. <laughs> okay, I'll be Camilla. I'll be uh, Camilla the Chicken. Then we can't no recast lines. Star Wars. I'm Luke, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Carter, Luke, and. Uh, Beaker, I think it's just too fun. Yeah, dude. That's too fun, dude. I could do that. Can you get your mouth in that One shape? of my favorites. No. I, no. Oh, dude. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's like you got to go. Jordan. You got to go to De Niro Wait. and then you got to go past De Niro. Yeah. Jordan, you look like one of the claymation characters from one of those Christmas movies. Yeah. Wait, who is it? Is There's it Bur- some cranky Burger guy. Meister Meister Burger? It is. It might be him. It, it is. is. Yep. Man, podcasting is just for us. <laughs> yep. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.